by Freeform Renegades. You are tuned into the Freeform Network. Thanks for joining us for another fun episode of Freeform Radio. I'm your host, Noel, with my co-host, Daniel. Yes, sir. Damn you, you Skype updates, but I'm on here. <laughs> well, thank you for, for joining us. And then Andy? It's all good, Andy. And uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. And uh, let's get this going, man. Definitely. Well, it's a nice day here in Chicago. It's going to be a little warm on the on a, on a, a Father's Day. But um, wherever your listeners are, we hope you're feeling relaxed and feeling good. And we're going to just jump right into this with uh, Daniel. Uh, so, yeah, yesterday uh, we had your your son's birthday party, Junior. So why don't you uh, fill us in on how that went? Yeah, uh, we, we, we decided to do something uh, a little different. Um my wife likes to be imaginary and and have different things for for different parties and not really copycat a lot of stuff. Oh, and I'm sorry, man. Before I get into it, I was corrected after the podcast that my wife is actually the one that waters the plants, and that I only water it on occasion. So, uh, correction: my wife waters the plants. <laughs> they wanted. Should... Just let the record be shown. She she waters the plants. Right, right, for sure. But yeah, back into the party. Uh, so yeah, me and my wife were trying to figure out what we're gonna do. We we're thinking Top Golf. We we're thinking uh, this whirly ball place that's kind of like go karts but soccer uh, or racquetball kind of thing. So we we're just looking at a bunch of different things, and we ended up settling on Dave and Buster's. And it was a little costly, a little more than maybe we we're looking to spend. But um, it was pretty cool. All the kids look to have been having a blast. And even some of the uh, younger adults, um, teenagers, older uh, teenagers, it looks like they were having uh, fun going out there to the video games. And then uh, to me, I think that the food turned out pretty good. And um, there was drinks. There was uh, so, so it was a good time. Um, so I, I think. Junior said that he enjoyed it, so he did look like he was having fun. Uh, so yeah, no, no complaints. Dave and Buster's, uh, pretty good service. A little on the pricey side, but I, I think that's just something everybody's got to get used to. Inflation and everything, things are gonna be a little more pricey than than usual. Oh, sweet man! So did you guys get like, uh, if I remember, they got like rooms or something, and then they get like a package deal or something. Yeah, actually, um. We, we did have a, a room reserved, um, so it was just going to be a smaller room. Uh, max uh, uh, people that could fit were 40, which was about the size of our party. So uh, it was work. It would work out perfect for that. But for whatever reason, they had a problem where they overbooked these rooms or they were having a problem with one of the rooms. I don't know if a water pipe broke in it and it jacked it up or what the issue was, but... This to say the day before the party, they give us a call and they're like, there's an issue with the room. Can we talk to you? <laughs> so we call. Like, no. I, I, I When I heard the voicemail, I'm like, I better get Alana on the phone so we can both call at the same time because I got a feeling we're going to need to make a call uh, or make like a decision on the spot. So um, we call back. There was a problem with the room. Uh, they apologize. They can put us into this open area, but there'd be plenty of space. Uh, it would still be private. People wouldn't be walking in and out of it. It's, it would be roped off for just us. Uh, 
and it would have more of a like a sportsy vibes because there's TVs and whatnot. And they sent us pictures. I looked at them and I was just like, oh, it's not not too bad. Uh, it looks nice. Uh, so we told the lady, I like, hey, we'll, we'll we'll call you back. We'll we'll talk about it. But I talked to Alana. I'm like, yeah, this even looks better than what we were planning. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. And I'm like, I think we should probably play bad cop and see if we can yeah. get something off of it. So I called back. I'm like, hey, I appreciate it. You know that you're trying to accommodate us, but what else can you do for us? Uh, the room looks fine, but. Uh, we got a couple older people that don't like a lot of noise, so we we're looking for the seclusion. So because this is our option, what else can you do for us? So they did knock off some some money, and they gave us some free tokens and whatnot. And so at the end, I was just like, okay, we got something. <laughs> and it looks like even a better place than what we were uh, planning for. So, yeah, it was uh, more in the open. It was a uh, roped off, like, portion of the bar that was only one way to go in and out which was the way we were coming in and out to the bar section so it was it was really nice i i thought it was pretty cool and uh i'm assuming that's more for like bigger parties because um it, not everybody showed up to, from the 40 that we were expecting but even with the people that did show up we had so much room it was like kind of spread out and that's probably the only thing that i would say that i didn't like because of the extra space that we had, it was like um, parties kind of split off into like little islands uh, where if it was in a smaller room, maybe they would be more uh, interacting and mingling with each other instead of, you know, there's one group over there in that corner and there's one group in that corner kind of thing. But So was it like a, like a bar vibe or they just actually like put a rope or did they put up some like temporary walls? Because uh, you said the other one's more sec- like more privacy, and this one's a little it, it's more open. So, did they put up anything, or did they just they like literally roped it off? I mean, it, it, well, you gotta envision it's like um, the corner of a room, and mm-hmm. because of the way the booths and the um, the waitress table is, they were able to put a rope in front of it, and that's the only way you can get in and out. And in this area, you could probably see. I would say like 60 or 80 people. So it was, it was mm. definitely a lot bigger. Um, but it was like in, in the, co- the corner of the room. So you had the two big walls and you, you got the corner of the room. So it was, it had a secluded vibe where it wasn't like you're all in the middle and there's people just constantly crossing by you. So it did look secluded, but obviously the room it has its own doors, so you can close the doors and and just be inside the room. Uh, but with the kids running in and out, going to the arcades, people going to the bathroom, uh, going to the bar for drinks, it probably worked out better that it was a little more open and it gave more of a older teenager, young teenager vibe because of the sports TVs and 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 whatnot and the music, and where maybe in the room maybe. It, be kind of like you know Fossilville, where it's just all these old people kind of sitting down. So it, maybe in that way, it's 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 a little better, and it worked out better. Yeah, man, I I had a blast, dude. I thought it was great. Uh, and like you were saying, there was a lot of screens and stuff. I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Like if there were like massive size too, so it was like right. huge screens. I was like, this would be great, like for a future event that I'm I'm thinking about maybe trying to do some similar. Uh, to maybe watch UFC and have a bunch of people over and and do that, 
But the games were cool, man. And you had like the passes to give everybody essentially unlimited games, which I was like, dude, that's it was like uh, it was like hitting a candy store kind of thing, dude. I was just right testing everything out. I was like, I want to play this, I want to play that, and then it was cool, man. I haven't been at Dave and Buster's in like a decade plus, man. So it it was a really cool time and uh, won a couple prizes and stuff and. Yeah, uh, the the kids even they played like these Marvel games and they got uh, a bunch of cards. Like the machine like spit out like some cool collectible Marvel cards. I was like, that's interesting, dude. Yeah, it it did seem really cool. I only played an arcade or two. I was uh, playing the Hostess, so I didn't really go around playing too much. But uh, it it seemed like really cool. The last time we went to Dave and Buster's was a uh, mean junior during COVID. And, and that's what kind of gave us the idea uh, because it was, uh, we had the day off or I had the day off of work and he wasn't in school at the time. So we're like, let's go to Dave and Buster's and it was empty. I mean, granted, maybe it was because of COVID thing, uh, but it was sweet, man. It was like all these arcades. We kind of had the run of the place. So uh it it was a little more packed than than that time obviously because covid's uh officially done and all that but it was cool man i i enjoyed it um i don't know if we would do it again just because uh, my wife likes doing new things so uh, i don't think it'll fit in but uh any of you guys are welcome to steal the idea since my wife did it already she won't get mad <laughs> if i do i'm gonna be like i i'm the first one to think about this in this group right <laughs> <laughs> but no nah, man the party ended up going cool um only other thing i i did uh, really quick for me is i was getting the backyard ready man um i don't know if i spoke about it but i'm trying to uh put a shed in the backyard um with it being just a single car a garage is that what they're calling them? It's That's where just... you go drink wine and chill. Oh, dang. No, man, I'm not talking about like a Netflix and chill shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she said, dude, yeah, you just go back there with your little patio furniture and drink some wine to relax and unwind. Oh, like uh, with the mosquito nets and stuff? Is that All what right. you're kind of talking about? Or like I those like where it's like towards the back door and they got like a little patio area for Yeah, exactly. Are, are, okay. you, saying, are you saying she shed like S A G? Yes, yes. So like a man cave, but for women. Yes. Ah, gotcha. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. No, this is more. <laughs> no, I never heard of it in that term, but I've seen them for sure. But no, this is more a utility shed, kind of like um, you know, like a little, uh, a little side apartment that's for all the crap that you don't care about, uh, like uh, the lawnmower, the. Yeah, uh, you know the snow blowers, a bunch of shovels, bunch of gardening stuff, and and uh, maybe some coolers and uh, you know grills and whatnot. Uh, since we only have a one car garage, we don't have a lot of room. And 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 right now, I've been parking my truck outside just because there's just too much stuff in there. So uh, we're planning to put a shed up, and um, the shed. Um, you could put it on the ground, but then you got all this grass and gravel and stuff coming through the floor. So um, I was talking to my dad about it, and he's just like, well, let's just put a concrete pad out. So we decided what spot we're going to put it at. But um, before I put it there, I need to prep the the ground because there were some bushes there when we moved in. But right away, it was like the first thing I did 
when uh, I moved in, I chopped these bushes down. They were really close to the property. And um, the guy said that the re- it, because the, um, the siding was kind of like moldy on that side where it's got that like green mold from like trees and stuff mm-hmm. on the on the sidings itself. And he's just like, yeah, the reason why is this guy put this bush too close. So as soon as the, the real estate guy said that, I'm like, uh, first thing I'm doing, I'm, I'm cutting this bush down. And if anything, I'm going to move it back or put something else. But I'm cutting it down. So, yeah, I cut it down. And my dad's like, yeah, let's put it here. Uh, so I'm like, well, I better clean out the roots because all I need is for my dad to come. We'll buy the cement bags. We'll get the gravel or whatever, and we'll start digging and we'll run you across. Put sand and like gravel and before you drop the cement. I mean, it's it's pretty labor intensive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I better prep some of this stuff up before my dad gets here. Mm-hmm. So I, I start digging into the ground and I, I run across a root. So I'm like, all right, let me pull this root out. And then I dig a little bit more and I run across another route. And, dude, it took, no exaggeration, like six hours yeah. <laughs> of just digging in this area and running across root after root. And I'm not talking about those, like, little roots like you planted a tomato plant and there's, like, the roots that you pull up and it's, you know, a little, like, uh, baseball size root. No, man, these are, like, man, I'm going to grow a tree because nobody's telling me I can't go anywhere. I'm going wherever the hell I want kind of route, man. And, and it, t- it took me a minute, man, to to clean up the whole area. Because the other thing that was ringing in my head is, uh, even though I haven't lived at my parents' house in a while and I haven't really done anything with my parents, but it just kept ringing back to my childhood when my dad would just yell at us for doing stuff and things not being correct. So I'm like, I better get this thing prepped and done right. So when my dad comes, he won't be like, is he catching us system? What's all this shit going on here? <laughs> How do you want to put cement here? You got all this crap here. So oh, yeah, it's. I did a little project with my father-in-law. Uh, I put some cement down, like a uh, four. All right. Maybe like six foot by four. For your like, grill, right? For the grill, for a little grill, just to put it. And then, uh, I started having flashbacks of all this shit I did when I helped any type of small cement project but this one's a little bit bigger pulling all this shit out digging it out cleaning it up fucking throwing sand laying this and that and then we had like a, a like a marker to make like a style design and then like mixing the cement and all this bullshit and that was just like two days and it was just a little piece of cement you know and i was just like yeah fuck this i like i'm too old for this shit I thought how it was did, gonna be like a whole day. Nah, man, it took us like two whole days. How, how did it turn out for you? It's good. The problem now, it's um, I, I think the, we used the problem is we went uh, he went kind of cheap on me. I went to buy cement and he came back. Oh, I found the bigger cement in my garage. Like who knows how old that thing is, and it's like a little bit off, different color from the one that we used. So I'm like whatever. And now it's uh. There's a lot of uh, like weeds growing around it, so I constantly we trim it and I throw all this stuff on it. But overall, I mean, I'm pretty happy. And then I was like, I could extend all this to the side and put like a privacy fence, but part of me is like, eh. And my wife wants to do like bricks, but I'm like, man, I'll fucking pass out and die putting doing all that shit. Right, right. No, you're you're right, man. It it was labor intensive. Luckily, it was kind of cool that day, so it wasn't too bad. But still, man. 
uh, its work and it's you maybe think of it in your head not being that bad, but once you jump in, it it really is a lot of work. But but uh, yeah, man, talking about work, Andy, tell us about this party planning. Was it a lot of work or did it go smooth sailing? And you just uh, contracted a, a party planner like uh, these uh, these girls that uh, <laughs> hire like wedding planners to I'm come into like their you, wedding Dan. thing. I was just like, I like. Uh... Uh, we were party planning for my son's birthday, um, and my wife wanted to go big, and I'm like, oh, let's do it at a park, and then, like, like everything, man, it just got bigger and bigger, and then um, uh, the hiring people and all this and balloons and hearing people's critiques, you should do this and not that. And I'm like, at this age, like, I don't, I, I'm willing to pay for certain things. And sometimes we run into issues with that because our time is too valuable. <laughs> uh, I want to be putting, like, I want to be laying down cement, right? <laughs> time time is, is, has a value to it as well. Yeah, for sure. Especially at our age now. But uh, overall, I, I think, uh, so we rented at the local park district at a city that's nearby. This is where I'm like, oh man, like this is like it's a you know for people who don't know we were Mexican uh, and uh, there's a the Mexican uh, kids parties. There's a tendency to drink, so I was gonna bring a cooler full of old styles and Miller lights, and I was gonna take my Yeti and roll up there, just leave it in my trunk and pour everything into the Yeti because my wife says, ah, we can't have no alcohol here. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then, uh, so the day before, she's like, I'm being serious about the alcohol. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, like, they made me sign paperwork. They're like, if we were going to do alcohol, they would let you, but you had to fill out all this other paperwork and get permit. To, they give you a permit. that <laughs> You probably had to buy, like, special insurance or something, I'm thinking. Wow. So I'm like, eh, fuck that. She didn't tell me all that. And then they're like, you could get fined. So I'm like, I'm like I wonder if it's like a fishing license and you got to like apply for something. I don't know. We had to get a permit. We rented out that the spot and we get there. There's people there. Right. But uh, going back to like the drinking of the alcohol. <clears throat> so we're doing that. And then I, I've, I caved. I'm like, All right, I won't take anything. Like, I don't want to deal with this. And sure enough, dude, the day of the party, which was yesterday. Somebody from the city came, and then they're like, "Who's in charge of this party?" And then I was dealing with some stuff, and my wife was talking to this guy. And they're like, "How'd you get?" They started asking her like twenty questions, like, "How'd you get back here?" Because they have like a gate to enter, let your vehicles in, to unload the stuff for the party. And he was like, uh, "Yeah, how'd you how'd you get a key?" Did you get it from this person? And my wife's like, I, I don't know. My my husband picked up the key at City Hall. And he was asking her 20 questions like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he goes, well, I just want to make sure everything's running smoothly. Because, you know, he said he was a village trustee. <laughs> then he gave my wife his card. And I'm like, this motherfucker's coming up here to see if people are drinking or something. Um. So it was kind of like weird to me. Like, this is a fucking, like, I guess I was kind of shocked, you know? Like, people just, somebody from the city just rolling up there asking to see, like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. 
And then, like, how'd you get back here? I think he was just spying on us. Or am I being too paranoid? Maybe maybe he was looking to make a quick, you know, like, $50 fine for somebody drinking or something. I'm pretty sure we were drinking and we would have to bribe him or something. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, like, the biggest thing. And then along with, so the gate, we kind of left it open because we were in and out. And he's like, you got to make sure this gate's closed. You got to make sure this gate is closed. I'm like, yes, I'll be closed, dude. Like, relax. We understand. And, um, but overall, and then, you know, the everything that we got, uh, a taco guy and a face painter. The face painter, I mean, she did a good job, but she was kind of in a rush. And people let us know that. And then uh, she showed up a little bit late. And then she, like, uh, did her thing. And she told my wife, I got to go, so thank you. And then she's like, my wife's like, um, so what, like, we we sent you the the down payment. What, what, how much do we owe you? She's like, just uh, sell me the money. And she just, like, took off. <laughs> and my wife's like. She's leaving. I'm like, okay, did you pay her? Do you need the money to pay her? Like, nah, she said sell me. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not going to fucking sell people. Like, I got the money right now. Dude, so I started, like, going after her through the parking lot. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, face painter. Dude, she started walking faster. Damn. And, like, this woman (laughs) thinks I'm fucking stalking her, like, or something. And she, like, would stop and then, like, take off again real quick. And then I'm just like, man, what the fuck? I was like... So I finally just stopped yelling, at and then she finally got to her car, which was already running, like it started. You know, it was running, and then I go, oh, excuse me, excuse me, and she's just like, I'm Graciela's husband, and she turned around, she was like, <sighs> like she was all fucking scared, and I'm just like, I, I want to pay you for the job today. What, it's this amount, right? She goes... Yes, that, that that's correct. And I handed her the money. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. Like, here's your money. I'm like, and I just like walked away. Like, yeah, I want to be like, why are you fucking running away from me, man? <laughs> and then uh, I told my wife, like, hey, text this woman. So there's something in writing saying we paid her because she was like literally running away from me. And she, and um, like, I want to have something on record that we paid her. And then uh, she's like, oh, okay. She texted her. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's because I was pressed for time. I had to go to another party and this and that. And I was like, man, we shouldn't even pay this woman. Yeah, I wonder if she was, because uh, you said she was running late. So I wonder if it just kept, keeps cascading to all the other parties that she has to do. Well, yeah. So sooner or later, she has, to, yeah, she has to cut a little bit of time from each one to kind of catch up. So she probably just overbooked herself. I think that's what happened. And then she um, she was just in a hurry. And then, like everything, when you go to those those kids' parties, right, she's just sitting there. And it just takes one person to get face paint. And she made balloons, like balloon animals. And people are like, oh, shit. Like she, the kids are like, she does that? And people are getting face painted, the kids, and then people uh the kids were parents were doing that and then uh and then she started making the balloon animals and then the kids are like oh shit like yeah man this is awesome blah 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 and then um she had a line and then 
she made this really complicated animal like an octopus and guess what all the kids wanted octopuses <laughs> so and then she made like three of them and then she goes i'm not making no more and then um and then like i think like 20 minutes after that she was like i'm out of here that's when she just took off and, Damn. And, and, and like people were telling me like yeah we would tell her we would want this and she just kept looking at her clock at her watch, at her watch, looking at it, I'm like, okay, so what's what, did she make you the animal? I'm like, well, yeah, then like, what's the problem, you know? But now, I don't know, people, people, I think they're just being overcritical. Now, did you do anything else? Because you had, I know when you were contemplating the party, like a petting zoo and maybe a few other things, did you do anything else? No, I mean, we were talking at one point, we did talk about a bouncy house, but the park had a playground. Like a huge playground that looked like a castle. So oh, a lot nice. of the kids were playing there, running around. I saw the kids just going crazy. I'm like, that saved us a couple hundred bucks. Um, other than that, that was it. I mean, I took a cornhole game, and my wife bought some others, like some games. But now the kids, uh, that was it. The only thing I was afraid of, Dan, I kind of talked to you about it, the taco guy. We told him 50 people. Uh, man, people went crazy on them fucking tacos. The guy ran out of all them food. I thought for sure they weren't going to run out. He ran out. Really? Holy yeah. moly. I, dude, because the other thing about this is that your party and my party were about at the same time. Yeah. So that the plan was, since ours was ending at 3, your taquero was going to be there until 4, I think. Yeah. So, so I told my wife, I'm like, all right, if, if everything kicks out of here on time, we book, we pay, everybody's gone. We'll jet over to Andy's party and we'll get a taco or two. And then we'll just hang out because I'm sure since it's a park, they got it maybe for the night. I'm like, I really don't know. I, I didn't get yeah, a chance to talk to you. Seven oh, OK. I didn't get a chance to talk to you because you had this week off. So I'm like, I have no idea if at four they kick them out or what's the deal. But I'm like, let's jet over there and by the time we left and paid and a few people straggling we didn't leave until like it was almost four so i told her i'm like there's no sense of rushing over there those tacos are gone anyways yeah dude <laughs> by so he stayed he got there a little bit late he got there like at 1 30 so we had um an hour of cooking or like i forgot but he was there from two to five that's the oh. feeding time okay but, and then my mom came, and her husband came later. I'm like, I told my mom, like, around 4, like, you better get some tacos because people were going. I was telling my wife last night in this morning, like, man, people are going fucking crazy. <laughs> and then. Uh, well, they were good, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear no bad word about it. And you didn't have any? Mom, yeah, I had some. Oh, okay. I had al pastor. They were no TBK, but they were good? Nah, they were no TBK. But, but, um, but it sounds that we're good if people are dogging them out. Nah, dude. Uh, like I said, they were uh, street tacos, as the, the 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 American community likes to call them, with cremas. You Ooh, know? nice, nice. And uh, I told my mom, like, you bring your Tupperware? She goes, yeah. I'm like, you better get some tacos because I think they're going to run out. Like, you serious? Because her husband hasn't shown up? Like, yeah. So get as much as you want. And... Uh, she went up there by like four thirty. He was done. He ran out of he ran out of food. 
Damn. That, and, that's and we, crazy. And we bought pizza. We bought Little Caesars pizzas. Uh, six of them. And then... Uh, and, like, people are already eating. And then... Uh, they finished. They killed all those pizza. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I didn't. I, the only thing I didn't get to try at that party was the cake. Wow. Wow. The cake I heard was good too. We had cupcakes. Um, but the taco guy, I tipped him. I gave him an extra twenty. I don't know. I'm like, does that cheap? Nah. To me, if you ran out of food, well, if you said fifty, did you have fifty people? Yeah. Well, that's why. Like. We had like you, you know, people RSVP and they don't show up. Right. We had a lot of those people, but I, a lot of the kids were eating uh, the tacos, reading that they had the chicken ones. But I guess what I was going to ask is if you told them bring enough food for fifty. He told them for fifty and, people. Yes. And if you had under fifty and he ran out of food, to me that ain't a tip. It's like, bro, you gotta give me some money back, or you better come back tomorrow with some tacos. I think we had more than fifty because. Oh, okay, okay. My wife wasn't planning on the kids to eat. Ah, they were. But they were like eating. Pizza. Yeah. Right. Right. So I know like three guys that had twelve tacos. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> They were telling me, like, hey, Holy man, shit. what's the limit on the tacos, bro? You can have as much as you want until they run out. He me dijo, he told me, ya me chingue como nueve. And I'm like, God hey. damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went back. He came back with another three. Then I heard another guy, like, yeah, bro, these tacos are good. I had, like, a dozen. And then I heard from other people. I know at least, like, three, four people. Three people that had a docena. And then I know a lot of people had, like, nine, eight tacos. Damn, weren't people filling up with the rice and the beans and shit, man? No, well, you didn't have no rice and beans. Oh, I thought you and had mentioned no, that there was some sides or something. The guy, we could have got him for an extra, like, 60 bucks, but my wife's like, ain't nobody want that shit. We're going to have pizza. I think if we would have gotten the rice and beans, we would have had something left over. Yeah, because I thought, I know it was still in the beginning of the phase, but you were saying that there were some taqueros that had, like, sides of onions and sides of this oh, and yeah, sides dude, of that. He had a shitload of salsas. He had chips. He had cebolla, limones, the whole works. Oh, okay. It was a full spread. I mean, it was really good. Um, but I would recommend them. And the other thing, we had uh, the drinks. What do you think is healthier, Gatorade or Capri Sun juices? Uh, probably Gatorade, I would think. Uh, yeah, so that's what I told my wife. So she bought Capri Suns for the kids and, like, these little Gatorades. And she took more of the Capri Suns, and I'm like, she's like, just bring one of those cases of the Gatorades. Nobody drank the Capri Suns. Everybody drank the Gatorade. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, because people think of Capri Sun, they instantly think it's just like packed with sugar, you know? Right. To me, I've gone to kids' parties where they have both, and I my always go to. I've never read the back, so it, it might even be Capri Suns are healthier. But to me, just mentally, I think a Gatorade being more healthier than Capri Sun. Well, on the packaging, on the Capri Sun says, like, now with less sugar. So I think they know that's a concept that people think it's just fat right. and sugar. But overall, everything went great. My kid loved it. I'm glad everybody that was able to show up showed up, even though uh, some people weren't able to come. But we had a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would have been cool if you guys were there, but, you know. It's cool. 
for the next yeah. one, man. We'll, we'll right. have to get, we'll do a for combo sure. birthday party, man. Yeah, that was one more thing. It was a uh, we celebrated my sister's birthday, our anniversary, and my kid's birthday all in one. <laughs> cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, let us know what you guys do. Uh, if you guys would hire a party planner because I think maybe next time I would. But uh, let's go uh, see what's up with Noel. Uh, I see you watch John Wick four. Uh, I know I haven't watched any of the John Wick movies. Um, yeah, people tell me to watch them, but I don't know, man. Is it? I know they just keep cranking them out. Yeah, um, I would say that it's one of the better series that he's done. Um, I think I like it almost better than the Matrix. Uh, the Matrix was a unique concept, but. The last movie of the Matrix that the, just recently came out, I, I didn't enjoy it all really. So to see that John Wick, it wasn't or a remake. It, a it was it, it's a sequel. So it's a continuation of the story. It's part number four uh, of the Matrix. I, I forgot what they call it Resurrections. I think. Right. And I, I didn't really like it, man. Honestly, I think they really went in the wrong direction with it. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um. John Wick Four. I was like, well, let's see if they keep it going, you know, in the in the right direction. And uh, I would say they did, man. Um, there there was you know some some scenes that I I would have changed, but uh, ultimately, you know, the actions there, the dramas there. Uh, there there's a story that they're they're trying to wrap up, and uh, I feel like they did that. And um, yeah, it. I believe there will be a number five. Um. I don't want to spoil anything for those that haven't watched it because it it is relatively new, but I, I believe there might be a number five. Um, but anyway, uh, is it I do a re- comic Noah or is it a book series or is it? I mean, I don't know where this uh, this guy came from. Do you know? I I don't, man. I really don't. I, I didn't like like I like the movies, right? I just didn't dive into it to like figure out like its origins or whatever. Uh, so I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. It might just be, you know, just a movie series, not not like anything else, like a book or anything. But um, Keanu Reeves does his thing. Um, it's got Lawrence Fishburne in it, which is what, you know, reminded me of The Matrix because they have this moment where it's like Morpheus and Neo, just like imagine like an alternate universe. And it's it's a similar moment. So I thought that was cool. Kind of like, you know, almost like a reference to Matrix and uh it's got some notable uh, returns, um, so the good cast in it, and it, if you've seen uh, Jason Bourne, it, it's like a modern day, you know, version of that, where it's just a bunch of assassins trying to kill the ultimate assassin, right? Like Jason Bourne was like the ultimate spy, and there was a bunch of spies hunting him down. It's like the same thing. Uh, it's a bunch of people trying to kill John Wick. He's got a bounty on his head, and He's got to, you know, get to a certain place at a certain time, and everyone's trying to stop him. And so it's it's pretty cool. Um, cool car scenes, cool fighting scenes, action sequences. Um, it's it's pretty good. I, I'd recommend it. I'd probably give it like a 7.7 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, I've seen some of the other John Wick movies. I haven't seen this one yet. But, yeah, the little bit that I've heard about it, it's not that bad. So, yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing it and probably just watching the fourth because I'm pretty sure I watched the the first three. Nice, yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Um, Andy, I, I you said you hadn't watched them, but uh, yeah, I would say watch at least the first one, man. See if you vibe with it. Um, it, it's got an interesting premise, you know, as to why he becomes or, or how he got to this point in chapter four. Like, yeah. number one, it, it kicks off pretty well. I know. I think a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, the most recent movie I watched was like new movie is Creed three. I just I watched it and it is what it is. But like to me, I was kind of disappointed in the way they made it sound like it made it look in the movie like that's the last Creed. But uh, the way the story was like. I think it's worse than Rocky (laughs) five. But going back to new movies, you know, like that's why I'm like, I, I have a, I guess I'm trying to have an open mind, but just like, uh, you know, that's why I feel lately with new movies. Yeah, I hear you on that. There's, there's actually been a lot of new movies this year, uh, that are like big budget, big name, like really hyped up, but not many have like lived up to the hype. Uh, one of those is the other one that I saw, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, how they word it. It's like travel to Quantumania or some some shit like that. But um, it, ultimately, man, it, it, it's a forgettable movie. Uh, I like the original Ant-Man and I did even like Ant-Man and the Wasp. But this third one, I, I wasn't really feeling it, man. I didn't like the direction they went in and I, I just thought it was lacking uh and what the first two had they also changed the actress that played the daughter of um of scott lang who's ant-man or um, paul rudd who's the actor that plays ant-man and in the whole marvel series you know the avengers and all that stuff in the in the movies that he was a part of and his uh little story that they had for him he had a daughter that you know he was kind of estranged from he didn't really see too often but like he he really wanted to be a part of her life and he looked out for it and all that and there was a the the actress that played uh this you know daughter they ended up switching out for this other actress i forgot i think her name is maybe Catherine newton i, I had to look it up I, i'm kind of can't remember exactly if that's her name but um they they changed the actress and to get like hopefully more recognition i guess cuz this uh, the actress that played her in this movie uh, has had more acting roles and but a lot of people didn't like it because they were like it, it kind of suspends belief because you, you're used to seeing this certain person play this role and then all of a sudden the next movie it's a completely different person so it kind of takes you out of it and I, I agree they they focused more on her as well which i was like okay is that the reason they changed her because they're going to give her more lines and more acting like or more scenes and i was like all right this isn't ant-man anymore this is like just going in a different direction, which is, you know, the, whatever they call it, I think Phase 4 uh, is more Marvel's calling it. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. really liked it at all, to be honest. Like, since Endgame, I haven't really liked any of these movies. I, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness didn't like it. Uh, this Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't like it. The, the new Black Panther, sorry for everyone. I know people liked it. I didn't really think no, it was no that special. No, no one liked it in a while. <laughs> so that, yeah. Shit on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh so that that is that's that man. The Marvel stuff, like everybody was into it because it was so good, and then I think it just kind of ran its course, and I think people are just 
they want something new and maybe an, I don't want to say original, but yeah, I think they're kind of just like, yeah, I paid my dues. Endgame was so awesome the way I ended it, and now they're like, eh. And then you have the shows now, like on Disney Plus, and people are just, I think they're just done with it. Yeah, well, the new direction they're going in, it's just, it's not the best writing, man. Like, it's just not intriguing. It, it's it's not, you know, it's not captivating me. Like, I, I just don't care anymore. Hence, like, that's why I think, like, I know Danny went to see, or you saw it too, I haven't seen I do want to see it, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not that it's, like, original, but it's something new. And then the story made sense to a lot of people. And then there was that, that nostalgia thing. Um, so, hence why it made so much money. And the people, the, the Marvel thing is just the comic book thing. Even with The Flash, uh, I'm reading reports that, like, Batman is good. Everything else is, like, kind of, Batman couldn't save that movie. And it's just, like, I think people are just, like, they're done with it. Yeah, I think after yeah. Infinite War, people kind of grew soft to to Marvel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a shame too because uh, they were on a roll in the beginning, and um, it it just kept getting better and better in in the Avengers movies. Uh, they they kind of had like a steel movie with Age of Ultron, but then Infinity they had the Civil War, which I thought was cool. Infinity War was good. And then the end game was was even better, and it would like wrapped it up, and it's like, all right, well, I guess that's it. You know, the the only thing I didn't like was that they killed Iron Man. I thought it should have been Captain America, like in the comics, you know. So I was like, all right, that's kind of cheap. Well, just an FYI, Disney's struggling so bad with they're trying to get money. There's rumors that that uh, the way they ended uh, End Game or whatever uh, or Infinity, uh, that they're thinking about. There's a way to correct Tony Stark's death, so there there's rumors that they're gonna make a movie or something like that to correct that's where he doesn't die, and like restart like a whole new timeline or something. That that's been like the rumor the last couple weeks. I mean, the they better do something, man, because they're they're <laughs> bleeding money, man. They're, these movies aren't cheap, dude. Uh, I didn't look up the budget for Ant Man and the Wasp, but um. Yeah, this this Quantumania one, I'm sure it cost a pretty penny. So I think yeah, yeah. that lost money for them too. Uh, yeah. yeah, Disney's hurting right now, so the everything they've pumped out lately hasn't done the best financially, and I think it's starting to catch up with them. I mean, yeah, at a certain point it will, man. Like just keep throwing money and not making it back, and and it's not even just the budget of the film itself; it's the marketing and all that, which they do a lot of for uh, most of their movies. Um, and I'm I'm looking here. The budget was two hundred million dollars. Uh, the box office was four seventy six. So if you you know take into account the the marketing's usually like double the budget or about the budget. Yeah, they they probably either either broke even or just barely scraped by with a little bit. I mean, and, just real uh, real quick, they, Disney's so bad that there's rumors they're trying to sell Lucasfilm, so all the Star Wars and all that they're trying to sell it to to the highest bidder. I mean, dude, it's like everything they buy, they just destroy. And then I don't even know. Like, have you seen the new or have you heard about the new Indiana Jones? Oh, I heard like, God. yeah, I heard it's not good. The train wreck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dude, everything they touch is just they just destroy, man. It's crazy. It's like, 
it's like the writers are just shit, man. Which actually leads me to my last thing. Uh, I started a compost bin. Um, <laughs> so you're burying all your uh, nice. Marvel movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So added to the collection so it breaks down better. Um, yeah, so uh, Daniel, thankfully, he put it together because I'm not like the engineer of the family he is. So I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I bought it from my mom for Mother's Day. And like it's been there for you know for a couple weeks and uh she has been telling me like hey when are we gonna set it up and i'm like i don't want to mess it up you know i i spent a decent amount not not a lot not too much but like it, it wasn't cheap either you know it was it, it was affordable but it, it cost some money so i was like i want to make sure it's done right and i know daniel he's good at assembling stuff so uh thankfully he, he did it did a good job and we got it out there my mom already started it up it's got like these two um reservoirs whatever you want to call it where you put yeah, the like dirt compartments in there. right yeah yeah that, and it's uh it's got like the vents so you can like open it up and, and let it breathe and then throw the stuff in there um and she she's already been doing composting for a bit but not like in an organized way so i was like this will be perfect for her because she could throw all the you know the eggshells and mm-hmm. you know uh potato peelings and, and all that stuff you know so um it's going to definitely help her garden, which uh, she's been wanting to do this for a while, but she just didn't really know what to buy or, or what to get. And and I told her, I'm like, this this is perfect right here because it's it's two compartments, like Daniel said, and it, it one of them, they, they both spin. But you wait, the, the whole goal is to start one and have the other one like uh, in the beginning stages so that the first one will be ready to use. And then by the time you're finished using the first one, the second one will be ready to use and just kind of cycle back and forth. And you're kind of making a new compost each time. And you're, you'll always have something ready to use is essentially what the point of this is. And, uh, so she, this just got set up a week or two ago around, was it Memorial weekend? I, I can't remember. Yeah, no, it was the week after. It was something like that. Yeah. It was recent, but, uh, I think in the hot weather that's coming our way, it's gonna probably get you know kickstarted and uh, and be able to um, you know get things going. But yeah, uh, man, yeah, it, it it looked cool, man. I I've been wanting to do a compost bin for a while because I'm we're kind of like my mom. We just have a little bucket that we just throw stuff in there, and then uh, we try to mulch up the the, the eggshells and coffee beans and all that stuff, but. Yeah, man, I, I'd really like to get into it. So I'm kind of curious to see how it works out and see if it works out well for you. Oh, for sure, man. I, I'm excited to see as well. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of videos in the past of people doing stuff like this, and uh, they, they keep it going even through the winter because that was a concern I had was how is it going to be in the winter? Is it going to freeze? And people have already strategies on how to keep it from freezing because uh, it, it does create a lot of heat in there. So it should, you know, already be pretty well preserved the heat in the during the winter um so i'm interested to see you know there there's a lot of science behind all that stuff about how it helps the garden so you know i'm excited to see how it goes but uh speaking of science uh that kind of leads us into our article of the week All 
right? So you guys know I'm uh, big on science, big on medicine, all that stuff. And and I usually try to bring an article, you know, regarding that every once in a while. And I, I think I got a good article for you guys here. Uh, it comes from freethink.com. The article is titled, New Gel Destroys Brain Cancer in 100% of Treated Mice. It also prevents the deadly cancer from coming back. Uh, this article is by Kristen Hauser. came out on April, April 29 of this year. And uh, it, just really quickly here, I'm going to kind of see if I can summarize it. It's not a super lengthy article, but it does have a lot of details, so I do recommend you all read it. I'm just going to kind of go through it quickly here. Uh, Johns Hopkins University researchers have developed an experimental brain cancer treatment that not only cured 100% of mice that received it, but also trained their immune systems to fight future cancers. So the challenge was that a glioblastoma is a rare but aggressive type of brain cancer. Only 5% of patients live for more than five years after they're diagnosed, and the average survival time is just 12 to 18 months. It's considered the deadliest kind of cancer. The standard glioblastoma treatment regimen starts with surgery to remove as much of the tumor as possible, and after that, patients typically undergo chemo, radiation, or a radiation ther- uh, therapy to kill lingering cells. While this approach can buy patients some time, it's almost impossible to kill every cancer cancer cell, and as a result, glioblastoma o- almost always recurs, uh, and it's considered one of the deadliest cancers to have. So this new treatment is a hydrogel that's applied to the space left in the brain after a glioblastoma tumor has been surgically removed. So I guess after they remove it, this gel that's uh, nano-sized threads of paclitaxel, an existing FDA-approved chemotherapy drug used to treat certain cancers outside the brain. So these threads serve as delivery vehicles for patients and antibody that binds to CD47, which is a protein that cancer cells make to avoid being attacked by what blood, white blood cells called uh, macrophages. When the antibody sticks to cancer cells, it interferes with that protection and lets the macrophages target the cancer. So they do a, a study here. Uh, they, they tested it on, on mice. Uh, and, it, you know, there's it looks like this really promising. Um, it says here the hydrogel combines both chemotherapy and, chemotherapy and immunotherapy intracranially. Um, and it says here uh, that the brain cancer treatment seems to do more than just kill the cancer cells missed during surgery, too. And it says on day 80, after the initial tumor implantation, the researchers rechallenged any surviving mice with uh, tumor cells. When they checked those rodents again 20 days later, they could find no signs of cancer in the brains of those that had been treated with a fully loaded hydrogel. And it says, these results strongly substantiate that a robust and durable anti-tumor memory immune response was established by a single localized hydrogel treatment. Uh, so they, they also went on to say, we usually don't see 100% survival in mou- mouse models of this disease. So it, it's like, it's really promising. It, it's pretty much revolutionary breakthrough here. And they're kind of just, you know, uh, downplaying it a little bit because when they tr- test on mice, it doesn't always necessarily translate to humans. I mean, we're, we're obviously very different species, but it gets you the, to think that this might be possible, maybe with some tweaks, maybe with some different changes, that they can make this uh, applicable to humans. And 
you know, they still say here, still, if the results of the mouse study translate even somewhat to humans, always a big if, the hydrogel could provide new hope for people with this deadly disease. So, you know, that, that pretty much ends uh, the summary here. Uh, I want to leave it open to you guys. What, what do you guys think about this? I, I thought this looked pretty cool, man. I, I had never heard about this gel thing. But, uh, yeah, they they kind of, towards the end of the article, bring up a couple different scenarios. There are test studies where there was a group of um, where they didn't do anything except give the cancer. They did a group where they did not remove the cancerous cell, but they still gave them the gel. And then they did a group where they did this and they did that. They went over like a few other different scenarios and the percentages of survival rating. And yeah, man, it made it to where this so 100% is even more so impressing. But you're right. I mean, it's it's mice, uh, even though mice is the first step. Um, it'd be, I'd be curious to see what's the next step of this and if it still has promising results. It's like anything with cancer. Like if you catch it early, you get a, a, a better survival rate. And usually the, the I think the article talks about you, they cut and then they give you chemo, try to get as much as they can just to do double check. And I, I think for this, if that's the case, that it kills that much, if you catch it early, I, yeah, I think it, it improves it a lot. And then <clears throat> there's also so many different forms of cancers and like it's, it spreads so fast. Um, and like usually the, the standard treatment for all these is just chemo, they, they cut you and then uh, they give you chemo. Like my cousin, I had a cousin in Minnesota, who passed away a couple years ago he had uh stomach cancer and they basically cut a big chunk of his stomach and they gave him chemo and then uh they said he was in uh remission or whatever and then like a couple months later it came back and it like spread everywhere and he passed away so and he was young he was like in his 30s and um so i don't know like but i know that's a different form of cancer from what that's on here so in America, especially, that's like the standard thing. I don't know about the other parts of the world. And then, like, when you read stuff like this and how it kills cancer and stuff, I always wonder, like, like you know, it might be true, it can be true, but the way we do it here it takes forever. The thing to get approved, any type of uh, some type of formal treatment, unless it's a vaccine, right? <laughs> but yeah, they uh, that's like standard like for everything man and like you gotta do some outside the box thinking uh i think that in the rest of the world they're pretty open to that but not here in the united states and i mean everything in the article looks promising like it kills 80 percent and then uh you know that's a big that's a big number that's a big percentage in this country you know Yeah, no, it's we'll we'll see how soon it can translate over where where they start doing trials with humans, but you know at, at least it's something in the right direction. You know, whereas a, a lot of other diseases don't really get this kind of progress. Where you know even in in mice trials where they're not able to fix it. You know, um, I know I actually heard about a documentary recently with uh, Michael uh, J. Fox and uh, Parkinson's and all that. And while there is like some um, some progression in like treating all that it's it's not on the level of like what they're saying here which you know again it, it's only for mice but if it does translate to, to humans i mean that it's just ridiculously like 
it, it would be amazing, you know, like a re- re- oh, yeah. remarkable breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, I think cancer impacts so many people, so many families. It's it's kind of sad to think that everybody could think of somebody that's had cancer and any kind of progress to mitigate that and make it where uh, it's more like the flu and it's kind of simple and generic and it's not killing people. I I, I think we got to do whatever we can to progress the, the study. Um, and I don't know, man, it, it, I, I, I think there might be something in my lifetime where cancer would be treatable or at least like, you know, like 60% of them or something like that. So hopefully, hopefully it, it does come to that, uh, one of these days coming up. Yeah. I mean, I think in a, a couple episodes ago, I mean, we talked about, Somebody said that uh, humans are going to live forever, that they're to this breakthrough. Right. And like with, um, I can't think of the word that the science uh, we morph with like machines and and, 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 and stuff like that, that's going to help us. Part of me thinks that that is true. Um, I, I just don't see. Yeah, I mean, if you look at how we take care of certain diseases and stuff here in this country it's just like it's to me it seems archaic like they've been doing the same thing forever you know and then especially with cancer and then you look at other uh, diseases and like the transplants that we do it's like there's improvements you've seen them do changes even with like weight loss and like they got stuff for all that, but cancer's always like it's been like to me it's been like the same fucking thing. They just cut you and then they give you chemo, and they're like, well, we'll see what happens unless you catch it like early enough. And that's the whole key. I know people doing the physicals. I don't know if you go a physical when they do the blood work if they look at some spike in your blood for like some type of you have cancer or nothing. Uh, usually that's how they know because they see something that doesn't in your blood that's high. And then they're like, oh, this is something we need to take a look at or go see a specialist or whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what markers they're looking for, but it, it could be something that they that stands out and they it'll like get them to do further testing. And then they like, you know, focus singularly on whatever problem area they think is, is the issue. Um, yeah. Like when we went to uh like a, a month ago, my wife, I had to leave work early because my wife wasn't feeling great. She, she, the, she felt like she was going to pass out and the room was spinning. Oh, no. so we took her to her, uh, we took her to the hospital and they, to me, the first things they were looking for was like, if she had a heart attack <laughs> right. and uh, they did a uh, blood work on her. Cause I think when something happens, something spikes in your blood, some type of protein and they were looking for that and that didn't happen. Uh, but we did get the bill. I almost had a heart attack, even Jesus. though we, we maxed the deductible. <laughs> so I still had to pay a little bit, but uh, nothing like what they charged. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the, going back to cancer and, and, and those those diseases. And they're like, there's so many, right? Like with the brain, lung, liver, stomach. Yeah, I think that's what makes it complicated. It's yeah, like, for sure. And, you think it's all the same, but it's apparently it's all different. Some more spread faster or something, and like it's a, it's a freaking mess. And uh, that's the thing. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm 
I'm assuming when you have something, there's something in the blood, there's a marker that tells you, like, you got something or go get this checked out. I, that, right. I'm assuming that's what they check for physicals, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just went in for some blood work, and um, I'm 40, I'm going to be 46 this year. So they, uh, I did bring that up. I'm like, hey, should I start screening for cancers and whatnot? And he's just like, all right, well, we'll do the prostate one and take a look. And so as soon as he said prostate, I thought, all right, get ready. There's going to be a, a finger up, you know, <laughs> up the back end. Uh-huh. And no, nah, man, it was just a blood test. And they were looking at this blood level to see, yeah. um, you know, what level you came out and if you're on the high or the low or what's going on. And, you know, knock on wood, everything came out OK. So, yeah, it's it's I think a lot of it does come in the blood. Uh, or at least that's their like early uh, detection. Yes. Yeah. And since a lot of people don't regularly see the doctor, now I see my doctor every six months to get blood work just because I'm diabetic. So that's a bit yeah. excessive, Danny. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that's on him. I, I think he's he's trying to get paid or something. I don't he know. Must have but, great insurance. Yeah. Right. But uh, either way, I would think that because of this regimen for checking my diabetes that. I would be there day one, like, oh, my God, this is kind of looking suspicious. Let's take a look at it kind of thing. But who knows? I don't know. You know, there, there's an action figure rolling around on the Internet, uh, Wilford Brimley, that, and it says diabetes. And on the, on the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his old man in his sweater vest. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's all the time we got this week, guys. We want to thank you for listening. Remember, you can follow Freeform Network on Twitter at Freeform Network. Send your questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. Any questions or comments you have on this week's episode or past episodes, send them there. We'd like to to review them, uh, read them them out loud if possible, and then we'd like to interact with uh, some of our listeners. Check out our webpage at freeformnetwork.podbean.com. There, whatever platform, however you consume our podcast, there's a link to it there if it's somewhat viable and available we're on there unless they don't get bought out or changed out but youtube skype or not skype uh youtube uh stitcher uh podbean um spotify whatever we're on there uh like subscribe comment that helps us out in the long run um i see our 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 subscription our subscribers on youtube went up a couple uh last month so we're, we're, we're trending in the right direction. And, uh, you know, do whatever you can. We love interacting with you guys. For Freeform Radio, we got Daniel. Yes, sir, man. I'm hungry. And unlike Andy, I had a bunch of hamburgers left over. So it's hamburger time. And we got Noel. <laughs> thank you for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. And it's all good, Andy. We want to thank you for listening. And don't forget to tell your friends about us, and we'll check you out next time.
Dad.